Curly and Kansai, a podcast about us two curly-headed girls living in the Kansai area of Japan. Oh, not so like I did it normally no, this time. No, like sexy radio voice. Oh, this time. did you want the radio voice? It's too late now. <laughs> so we are back with another episode <clears throat> up in your speakers and screens yeah. if you're watching. Up in your presence. Episode sixteen. But last episode, we talked about... Mm. What did we talk about? Do you remember? Japanese TV. Yeah. And um, some blogger we don't really like, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been forgetting about him. I took him out of my life. Out. I don't want that kind of, like, negativity. He's done. Yeah. He doesn't well, exist Well, let's look at some comments that we yeah. liked from uh, the YouTube spaces. Yeah. You can read the first one. It's in Japanese. Please translate. Yeah. Um, I can't read their names. Watanabe, Hanataro, Kataro. I don't know how to read the, the first name, but okay. it, the last name is Watanabe. And he says, or she says in Japanese, Kiki torente naikedo, Janis no shingo ni, Kakusa ga aru no wa kanjita. So what does that mean? Kakusa. I think it's Kakusa. Mm. I might be reading that wrong. But basically, they're like, I'm not sure if I heard this right. But it sounds like there is a difference in the shingos that you were talking about. Right. The Johnny shingos. So I was thinking of the Smap shingo, which is your husband's favorite. That's his favorite shingo in yeah. his life. And the other shingo, you said, look like a foot. <laughs> and someone else said, like, no, they don't look like a foot. And then you said he looked like an ankle. Yeah, like, he's not, like, totally a foot. Like, a foot is, I don't want to say it because this guy has a lot of fans, but it's this... Uh, voice actor. I was telling my coworker about this. He agreed he looks like a foot. But yeah, he's like an ankle. He's just, you know, he's like really plain. Okay. He's got nothing really like interesting about him. Is he a cankle foot or is he like a... No, he's like a, 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 a strong athletic ankle. I really don't get it, but okay. <laughs> okay, okay. And you know how sometimes you see like a good like leg mm-hmm. or like a good like V line, like mm-hmm. V section? Mm-hmm. Well, he's an ankle. Just think about how that ranking goes. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Thank he's you. just an ankle. Thank you for that. Okay, the next one is from Tebogo Poi. I don't really know. Mm. I'm sorry I can't pronounce that last part. Interesting. But they said, I've been going crazy watching Japanese TV for the past few months. Oh my God, such fake reactions. <laughs> Kawaii or oishi. Oh my God, I'm really going crazy. Yes. That's all you get. That's all you get in the is. Like, I, I can't stand it. This is why I stopped watching <laughs> Japanese TV. Okay, next one is from oh. our friend. It's from Hanagane Mixu. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Yana, you right. <laughs> she tried to talk like her. <laughs> Yana, you right. Gant's movie special effects weren't bad at all. Manga is trash, though. Runs away. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that no. Ooh, she she um, censored his name. She didn't even want to write it. That in dork is so cringy. Yes, that's the, the unsatisfied. Like, what's that face? I don't know how to describe that face. Well, I don't know. It's either. an emoji. Yes, it's an emoji. Uh, and then the last comment is talking about our rant that uh, we talked about, the, the dork. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the this dork. person, Last Continent, said, somebody says there are four types of talents. Like, talento in J- Japan is basically... It's a type of a person that works on TV and radio. That too, yeah. The best one is active smart. Next one is inactive smart. Third one is inactive stupid. And the worst one is active stupid. 
Nobita is gifted of the fourth talent. Mm-hmm. He does. He doesn't know about uh, American civil rights movement or Black Lives Matter. FYI, the the name Nobita is a protagonist name of for Doraemon, the animation, the mm-hmm. anime. I don't watch that. The name is often used as a nickname of uh, for ordinary or bullied kids, like you are nothing but a Nobita. So naming himself as a bullied person means he can't evaluate himself very high. How come? I don't know, but that makes him to be that kind of YouTuber. As a Japanese, I hate him, especially his face. So thank you, Last Continent. (laughs) (laughs) And you said sorry for your English, but you did really well, so don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I understood what you were saying, and I appreciate that knowledge. Yeah. New tidbit of knowledge. Yeah, man. I don't watch Doraemon. It's a kid's show. (laughs) It is a kid's show. But if he's a Nobita... I guess he's just a Nobita. But that's not his real name, yeah. No, that's not his real it's name. Not his real Which name. is fine. It's just a name he chose. Well, yeah. But whatever. So we're off. We're moving along with that dude. We're not going to talk about him ever again, hopefully, on this yeah, podcast. I'm not interested. We're it's not a hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so for the main topic, uh, we are going to talk about what? I like, like quizzing you. Like, what are we talking about, Elise? We're going to talk about... Cultural appropriation in Japan. And appreciation. And yeah. Kind of like comparing. But the reason why I chose this topic, Mm. or like we decided on it, but I had brought it up, because there was a comment last year on my video going to Nada with you, Mm -hmm. and we were wearing yukatas. So if you don't know what a yukata is, like a kimono, but it's a summer kimono, basically. A light kimono. This person on my video, this was again a while ago, but when I first saw it, I'm like, roll my eyes. They said, <laughs> they said, I'm not Japanese myself. That's Q. Q1 to not like really listen to this person, but I'm not Japanese myself, but you dressed up in traditional Japanese clothing looks so wrong. I don't even know if Japanese find this disrespectful, but you should know better. First of all, who are you? How are you going to tell me to know better? Yeah, but we bought these clothes from Japanese people in Japan. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We we went to a kimono shop in those clothes, (laughs) and the Japanese lady that runs the kimono shop said, you guys look very nice. This is awesome. Please come again. Yes. So, like, I feel like appropriation needs a bit of clarification, right? Yes. So, what is actually cultural appropriation? Um... Elise, do you want to read let's the read, offer? Let's read the, There's, the, okay. the definition, so and then I, I'll tell you what I feel it is. Right, so I looked up a bunch of def, uh, definitions. Okay. I got a dictionary one, just in case, so you okay. can read the dictionary. Okay. <clears throat> According to the Oxford Dictionary, the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas, etc. of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. I like how you read that. Thank you. You're welcome. So the next one I got in an article. Uh, it was actually a wedding. <laughs> kind oh, of really? Article, like a practical wedding. Who is what? 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 I think because there's people out there who try to have weddings. They're like, I want an Asian theme. Ooh, oh, oh, I that's want an African cringy. theme. Oh Lord, Jesus. Yes. So that's why this article is in okay. That. that article needs to exist. Yes. So. <laughs> In this article, they said cultural appropriation is when you take bits of someone else's culture, typically that of an oppressed group, and adopt it for your own purposes, stripping the object of its significance in the process. For example, wearing a Native American headdress as a Halloween costume or crediting a white celebrity with adopting cornrows as an edgy new hairstyle. 
Roll them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, Elise, what do you think or what does appro- cultural appropriation mean to you? I mean, definitely it falls in line with those actually very good definitions. It's when you, as the member of a dominant group, take something that belongs to a minority group, a group that is underrepresented in your society, a group that is does not have as much power as your group has. You take their thing and without acknowledging they even made it, you kind of resell it to your own group. Mm. That's, especially in the consumerism sense, that's what cultural appropriation is. And that's, I mean, that's what it is. That, that's, that's just what it is. That's what it and is. I don't understand why people are so confused. Well, there are like some gray areas. I mean, there are gray areas, but for the most part, I feel like it's very straightforward. Well, because like another example that was in this article was yeah. saying like sometimes people are in an uproar if mm-hmm. someone wears a bindi. And then someone's more in an uproar if there's like a teepee in the back. of This is like their wedding stuff. Ooh. So it's like, <laughs> which one can you do? And they're right. giving examples, for example, like don't wear something or some, that's like sacred. Mm-hmm. That religious, a religious icon of some right. sort. Which is why I usually, especially in Japan, they do this a lot in Japan with religious icon appropriation. They put crosses, they put the Star of David. Oh, they love the Star of David in Japan. You'll find it on like like rock t-shirts. It's just like Star David all over it. And I stay away from that because I know as a person of the 21st century, these icons are precious to some people. Right. And they would be disrespected if I wore it. And right. I wouldn't want them, if I was religious, I wouldn't want them walking around with like a cross right. or like, you know, something that was equally as insensitive. Hmm. So like that, that makes sense. Right. But like, what if, well, that, that's, but that's like thing. a personal that's decision too, yeah. because Japanese people obviously aren't as aware of these religious customs. So for them, they're just like, whatever, it's just a cross and a, freaky looking triangle star right so they think nothing of it yes so it also for me my opinion or my definition is these basically yeah yeah because i i picked these because this is what basically i thought cultural appropriation is and then then there were some other sites that would have similar wording but it just seemed a little bit more complicated i wanted to stay away from wikipedia because there was a lot of articles that were quoting wikipedia and it's like you don't do that, right? I feel like you... I'm, I think Wikipedia is a legitimate source now. Really? Yeah, man. Now? It's been years since it came out when we were... Because <laughs> I, I just remember... When we were in, yeah, in, in our college research paper writing days, we still had to use the encyclopedia. But I think now Wikipedia is an actual source that people can use. Okay. It's got footnotes and everything. All right. So I was still jaded from my school days of, you shouldn't be using yeah. Wikipedia. And I see all of these articles <laughs> quoting Wikipedia. But they're saying it's Wikipedia. It's like, according to Wikipedia... Which is okay, but I just wanted to mm. also get other definitions that were written a little bit easier to understand. Because I felt mm-hmm. like the Wikipedia was a little, it could be interpreted a little different, I feel. But anyway. So do you think that we were appropriating or appreciating the yukata? I think we were just wearing a, some clothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's what kimono means. Kimono means clothing. It's just clothes. There's no religious thing attached to but it. it. It's. It's, it's just Japanese. what the traditional clothing in Japan is. Right. So some people will go up in arms and say that we were appropriating Japanese old culture. Yeah, but there is no way for me to wear kimono or wear a yukata and tell people this is a thing 
that I discovered, that I made, and people mm. will believe me. Right. Nowhere in a million years mm. on this planet mm. will anyone ever believe that I am in some way responsible for the creation of a yukata or kimono. So it's you, very obviously Japanese. Do you think if we were wearing this, uh, these kimono, uh, kimono yukatas mm -hmm. in the States, um, not in the summer maybe, mm -hmm. that it would be appropriating? Like we're not wearing it appropriately? As long as you wear it correctly, like you're actually trying to wear it, not just throwing it on like a bathrobe, then you can wear it wherever you want to. Just wear it how it's supposed to be worn. Like and cosplaying time. is different because okay. cosplay, like you, the character may not wear the kimono correctly. So then you're mimicking that style for that character. Right. But if you're supposed to be wearing a kimono, just wear it right. Like you wouldn't wear, put on like have a pair of jeans and like put one leg in and then have like another leg out and just wear it like a crazy person, you know what I mean? Right. Just it's wear right. it how it's supposed to be worn. Right. Don't wear it like, I'm a samurai warrior like type thing. Wear it like it's supposed to be like clothes. It's just clothes. <laughs> just wear it like clothes. You ain't gotta be, you know, You Tom sound like you're, you're like giving shade to weeaboos, but anyway. No. <laughs> no, that's not what it was. I mean, if they wear it correctly, they can wear it all they want. Just wear it how it's supposed to be worn. Don't take it to a place it's not supposed to be, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, people wear it in Japan still because it's just clothes. So at the end of the day, Japanese want foreigners to wear these kinds of things anyway. They do. They, there are lots of kimono rental shops <clears throat> in Japan for our tourists. That, that's true. And, like, where we were going was a special, like, summer event. Mm -hmm. And people go there wearing uh, yukatas anyway. And so it was just, like, properly worn. Although, yeah. like... There is a way to like fold it, and if like yeah. you do it one way, that means like death or no. It's luck. what it's what you put dead bodies in. That's how you oh, dress how dead you... bodies. So. so it's bad luck. There's a yeah. lot of. Like... I mean, you don't want to wear the kimono the way a dead body would wear a kimono. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so... not a good look. So make sure you look it up. There are tutorials on YouTube on how to wear properly wear a kimono. Wait, was it me that was wearing it wrong? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. It wasn't I who put it on anyway. It was our friend who put it on me the wrong way. <laughs> Cause like yeah, I don't, we checked. I don't we know should, how to put it on myself. Like the thing about you caught this is like usually a lot of people or kimonos, there's a person putting it on for you. If you know how to put it on yourself, you're yeah. probably like an enthusiast and you're really trying to learn. But for me, I didn't know how. And our friend who's not Japanese put it on me and put it on the wrong way. So <laughs> when we went out... The, the lady, lady pointed, pointed out. it out to oh. us, and, and I had to go and change in the bathroom, and we fixed it. Fixed it. it. We fixed it. But so we were yeah, trying be careful. our best. Be careful. To... I mean, the Japanese people will let you know if you're doing it wrong. They will let you know. <laughs> so. They want us to wear it, but they don't want you to wear it wrong. They will let you know. They will so. let you know, and especially in Kyoto. Because... Don't carry a sword in Japan, just in case you're wondering. Those are illegal. They've been illegal for a long time. So if you're trying to... Do they to... even have real swords? Like, how does you one get You can buy one? decorative swords. I bought one in Kyoto. But is that still illegal? Ago. No, no, they're not sharp, so it's okay. Okay. Basically, you can't have a sharp killing sword. I mean, you can't have a baseball bat either in Japan unless you're on a baseball team because it can be considered a weapon. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So you just can't walk around with like a baseball bat in your car and not be like a little league so coach I'm, or something. So I'm guessing machetes are a no. Yeah, scissors also no. You can't walk around in scissors. Nope, it's a weapon. But if it's like enclosed or wrapped, it's okay. Maybe if it's like part of a kit, you okay. could probably get away okay. with it. But it has a case. Basically, you can't just have stuff like lying in your car that could be used as a weapon because the mm. police will assume it's a weapon. It's new to me. Anyway, <laughs> I saw it on the cop show that I like watching. Yes. 
Japanese cops. You do. But I, I kind of want to also get into the subject of cultural uh, appropriation in general with Japanese because that is something that is very American. Okay. Yeah. And you true. remember the video I, I shared with you how, like, mm-hmm. oh, the cultural appropriation, this lady, this model was in a mm. kimono and taking this photo shoot and she had geisha. The Vogue, like, was types, it the Vogue magazine? Yeah, one? something yeah. like that. And it's like, let's ask it Japanese was... people in Japan what they feel. Like, no, that's not what we do. If Asian Americans are upset, that's they have that history with America mm. and they have the right to be upset. But Japanese in Japan... Yeah. Don't care about it. It's a non-issue with them. Yeah, they have their own industries. They are the majority in Japan. So they don't have to worry about representation of Japanese people because this is Japan. They're represented everywhere. Right. So to even try to bring up the issue of cultural appropriation to mainland Japanese people is a concept that's not going to probably make sense to them because to them, there are no minorities in their country. It's just Japanese people and then the random foreigners that choose to hang around. But basically, for their media, it's all Japanese people. Their actors, their magazines have Japanese people. They have tons of magazines. They have tons of advertisement with Japanese people in it. So for them, seeing a white person in... Even in something Japanese, in a magazine, especially a famous one like Vogue, for them, they're like, oh, that's awesome. They always say kawaii or yeah, kiwi. They, they love they like it. other people dress up in their stuff because for them, it's cool. They also, they like feel some pride yeah. in seeing other like people, foreigners, wear their stuff. Same thing with the Ghost in the Shell movie. We even did a rant about that when the movie first came out. Yeah. They have Japanese films. Mm -hmm. They don't have to worry about Japanese actors or Asian actors not getting work because there's a whole industry for them in Japan. Right. So when they see actors that are not Japanese that just want to be in Japanese content, Japanese IPs, for them it's like, that's cool because we already have a Japanese version anyway and I would love to see like a Hollywood version. They're not even like on the next level of like what races are represented within that Hollywood one. For them, it's just the Hollywood one, and yep. that's all they want, and yep. that's that's enough. Yep, that's it. It's it just is. What it is. It really is. So, like, I just that comment on my video was just it made me laugh. Like, you're not Japanese, you're not in Japan, so for you to tell me I should know better is laughable. They it's don't laughable. know. Better. They don't know. So, I mean. That's why I make videos, so now maybe you do know. (laughs) But, okay, moving along with that topic still, now we're going to get into what we see in Japan on a daily basis. It gets cringy. And this is what we see. We see groups, like... Clicks. Clicks, basically, Mm -hmm. because I used to hang out with the reggae crew, whatever, Mm -hmm. people, for two years. And before, I didn't really know any better. Mm-hmm. But until after the second year in, I was getting really tired hanging out with them because I was just getting bored. Like, I needed more. I needed more. More than just reggae all I just the time. needed more. Because, like, when you get into a clique in Japan, they do that one thing. And that's all they do. If it's a skateboard group, all they do is skate all day, every day, skate. If it's a band group, yeah. they practice 24-7. And if you're not practicing, they ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. And, like, for me, when I met these people the first time, I was like, cool, like, this part of my culture. I mean, I'm a a Caribbean American, Mm -hmm. and although I don't really listen to reggae on a regular basis at home, I felt there was some kind of connection with me being in Japan and then these people knowing a little bit about my culture as well. Mm -hmm. But then after a couple of years and realizing they weren't really, like, 
close friends. It wasn't deep at all. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was lacking in like friendship intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt very lonely. How do you feel like Caribbean culture was represented in that group? Did they try to go into like, did it seem like they were trying to go into like customs? Did they even differentiate between like the different nations? Um, just Jamaica. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then when so I it's met, very surface level. It's very surface level. <laughs> There's some people who know a lot about Jamaica. And mm-hmm. then if you mention other countries in the Caribbean, they will recognize it. But that doesn't mean they know a lot, which is okay. Because yeah, there's, right. there's, there's a lot of people like that, even not in Japan. Right, right. But um, there's quite a majority of them that don't know anything else. And they only know surface level about Jamaica as well. So it's just like if you want to have fun, go to a party and not necessarily be their friend, that's okay. But They're probably good people to party with. Yeah, they are. They're fun and they're funny. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to like be real friends, it's kind of shallow. It was shallow for me. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> but it's okay. Like if I meet these people again, I'll say hi. I'll, I'll you know, hang out with them. But mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing more after that. <laughs> <laughs> So did you feel like they were, did it, did it feel like appropriate? A little bit. The parts that felt very appropriated was the dancers. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> what what were they appropriating, man? Just like, okay, you know, you have dance hall. Right. And you have dance hall girls doing the, you know, the dutty wine or the, the fuck walker. That's not what it's called. That's not what it's called. <laughs> what it called? Oh my God, I forgot what you know, it's called. You know, I don't know. But it's like when you're upside down and like twerking and I just, oh and my you God. You twerk on the wall. It's the wall yes, twerking. that one. And it was a while ago. That dance was popular a while ago. But anyway. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't do it either. <laughs> not even going to try. Um, I don't necessarily remember dance names um, in dance hall anyway. Again, I'm not that deep in it, but mm-hmm. I did grow up around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this girl was basically stripping. Oh, Wait, what? Yeah, so I had I had took video mm-hmm. so I could show my family members back home. <laughs> it was around the winter time, and I said, "This is what they do. This is what some of these girls do." It's do you like, strip and dance all usually? No. Okay, I don't. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm not Caribbean. So and, and also her dance didn't even look that dance holly. It was just. Was she doing it to the beat at least? Was she hitting the beats? Okay, sorry. No. And then there was a pole. There was a pole there too. So I was just like, I don't know. You're doing too much, and <laughs> I was also the only foreigner there, so. Not like I could do anything. Did they try to get you to dance? No. A lot of times, though, because when I was with them, mm-hmm. I would be there dancing, and they would all really enjoy like seeing me dance, even though I'm not there to be the dancers, like mm-hmm. the paid dancers. But once those dancers come in, they're like, I gotta move. Oh! That's happened to me, like, that happened to Rude. me twice. But that was, like, I, I was hanging out job. with them. I was hanging out with them a little bit more, so they were, like, being, like, the friend rude, like how I'm rude to you sometimes. Right. But at some point, I felt a little bit offended because it's like, bruh, it's my culture. And, like, these <laughs> girls aren't even doing good. <laughs> they want to see the half-naked girls, Ayanna. You're right. If you take off your clothes, you can stay up there. You're right. <laughs> I That's what the club is for. Yeah, I wasn't paid or being, I wasn't half-naked, but... Um, I also okay. did try to MC. That was terrible. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like I don't have that accent. Mm-hmm. I just never was able to code switch into a Caribbean accent. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in like the very whitest, like one of the whitest suburbs that I knew in New York. Mm-hmm. While my cousins, who are born and raised in Brooklyn, they got like the thickest of Grenadian accents. And I'm like, really? I'm je- yes, because in Brooklyn you have a lot of Caribbean, like West Indi- Indian. People, it's a big community out there, like a lot oh. of islands. 
just migrated to Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn, Canada, Florida, and Texas are like the biggest like West Indian like communities in the states. Cool. But I don't have that accent. So me trying to MC <laughs> with not knowing the songs. North Northeast white New York girl. Ain't white, it's just <laughs> suburban. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm just I, and I was so nervous. I had to drink uh, like a, a little bit, but I mm. ended up drinking too much, and it was just a hot mess. Oh no! So, but, um, but we learned. We, we learned. learned. From these and so after a while, I was just like, I'm not. I feel. I felt a little bit like. Like you were appropriating. No. Okay. Um. In a way, that was not the best. But I meant I felt like uh, I was being shown around. I wasn't okay, necessarily okay. in it. I was just like, oh, here's a foreigner you were like their poster with girl. dreadlocks. She's black. Every time I met new people or people I didn't meet um, in other parties, they're like, mm. oh, you're, you're Jamaican. I'm like, no. <laughs> just because I have dreadlocks and I'm black and in a reggae party doesn't mean I'm Jamaican. Mm. So. How about your experience? I don't hang out with people like that. So. You don't have to like hang out um, with them, but like, have you met someone that was really into something that was really seen as black culture? I would, I think some of the events that we play with our jazz band, I get that kind of weird vibe. Like it's all these people that are like, oh, I love R&B. I love soul music and I love it. And I love all this stuff. I love black people. And I'm like, no, you like these musicians and you like this music. You know nothing about black people. Mm. They're like, they're separate. I mean, I know they think they're the same because they see black people doing soul music and funk music and they think, oh, black people are cool. And that's cool. But again, it's very surface level. And then they try to use that like as a way to immediately connect with you. And it's like, nah, we're not on that level. Yeah, I get it. I get it's it. Like, they were like, oh, no, but I love black people. You, you guys are so cool. And I'm just like, oh, that's weird. It's I don't know you. It's sometimes funny when our our drummer in our band is, like, asking, like, do you know this song? And we're like. Yeah, and then he gets mad when we don't. And like, I can't believe you guys don't know this song. I know more music than you. And it's like, um, that's probably a one-hit wonder from the 70s. Don't go there first. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, in the 70s, like, bruh, I was born in 86. Like, dog, like. Yeah, I've had one at this one um, bar I go to. The bar guy, he's really nice. He's actually a really nice guy, but he was like singing some Cool in the Gang song. And he was singing the lyrics wrong. I'm like, that's not the lyrics. The lyrics go like this. And he was like, that's not the lyrics. I know the lyrics. I'm like, mm, I'm a native English speaker. I know the lyrics. I know this song. These are the lyrics. He's like, no, 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 no. These are the lyrics. I know the lyrics. I study this song. Da, 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 da. Did you go on genius.com? Well, we left that night and I came back like later, like a couple weeks later. <laughs> and he was like, I was wrong. I'm sorry. You had the right lyrics. Well, I'm that like, was nice. Yeah. I was like, like, of course I did because I'm a native English speaker. So I very clearly understand what he said. And his lyrics made no sense in the context of the song. I'm like, they're definitely not saying that. It makes no sense. You know how they love not making sense in their so, songs. Sometimes <laughs> it's weird when like Japanese people try to challenge your knowledge of like black stuff. You be like... Well, the thing, this was also part of my rant, but I'll go back to that. It's fine. But the thing about a lot of, I feel like a lot of Japanese people who are really intense about a certain thing that they love, Mm -hmm. they study it hard. So it's like they have a lot of pride in that. That's true. So if if they're being challenged, they don't like that. So they're like, no, I'm right. I've I've been studying this for years. (laughs) And then we're like, but we're native speakers. Yeah, like we grew up in this. Yeah, and I kind of felt like that sometimes 
with hanging out with the reggae people because it's just mm-hmm. like I grew up around this type of music. Now I'm feeling like I'm just learning shit. Right? <laughs> but I, I know this. Why are you teaching me this? I already know this. Oh, no. <laughs> like, why are you teaching me anyway? Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like Japanese, there's like a thin line maybe with like the appreciating or appropriating. Mm, it gets weird. It gets really weird and blurry. Like the B-girls and the B-boy culture mm. in Japan where they do the excessive tanning and then they have like the hair. You know, there's a, a, one shop that I used to actually go and get my hair cut at. They do extensions and yeah. cornrows and everything, which is fine. Like I don't get mad at people that want to wear dreads. If you want dreads, wear dreads. You want to cornrow your hair, you're going to mess up your edges. Right. You do it. Do it all you want. Um, I think some of the problem comes is when popular media latches onto that person right. and treats it like this person is really original. This person mm. has this awesome style, sense of style when it's actually this person is copying a sense of style. And it's the same like with the Kardashians where they take yeah, stuff that black yeah. people have been doing for years and right. they suddenly get noticed by TV and you know gossip magazines. The same thing happens in Japan. It's like this one street person that's been doing it. They Maybe they do actually love the culture and they do love the style but once they get picked up by mass media, it becomes this person is really original and this right. person has awesome style. Right. Listen to this person talk about their style. And I feel like they don't usually, I mean, they'll just, mm, I don't know. There was also, I think last year or so, um, on Japanese TV, this mm. uh, person in Tokyo, this girl who has a shop that's kind of like the braiding shop. Mm-hmm. And. Mind you, this it looks very, very cringy. And a lot of people Ooh. in the group, the mm-hmm. girls group that we're in, they, like, it was an uproar. Because mm-hmm. um, you had Japanese in, like, the, the orange tan-ish mm-hmm. okay. with, like, gold fronts. And, like, one of the kids, I think teenager, had, like, hair like mine a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. box braids, but not twists. Mm-hmm. And they, they would just look like they were trying to be, like, southern, like, black hip-hop kind of feel uh-huh these are children the one child and oh. the rest of them there okay. and then i think i i think one of my friends is friends with them mm-hmm. which is like whatever i don't know that about that person mm-hmm. but when like it was going on somebody was trying to message her saying like what you you're doing is not necessarily representing right Mm -hmm. And um, she's like, I'm not racist. I'm not this. I really appreciate black culture, blah, blah, blah. Like, she was really, really defensive. So I just felt like, bro, you could have had a learning lesson right here. Right. But you just went defensive and just blocked a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Like, that's another thing. It's hard to teach some people. Like, some people don't want to be taught. They think they already know. Right. So even if you try to be like, yo, all black people aren't like this. Some black people listen to rock music. Some black people like country music. Some black people, you know, play guitar. They don't just dance and you rap. You give them some new information and they start malfunctioning. You can see their eye twitch. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard trying to teach people. So in that sense, cultural appropriation in Japan is very alive and it's tough because there's language barrier plus culture barrier. It's like, it's a two-step process. Yeah, I just, I don't know. So I, I try to stay away from people that are so obsessed with a certain thing about black culture. Mm, yeah. Because um, to me, I can't relate to you, even if you know a certain thing about my culture a little bit. But because you're so obsessed with that little bit, while I'm not just that one thing, mm-hmm. I don't I don't really want to interact right, with you. Right, exactly. Like people, they'd be like, oh, I love hip hop music. I'd be like, oh, that's I'm great. Okay. I'm okay mm-hmm. with hip hop music. Mm-hmm. 
I also like uh, classical music. <laughs> like, like it's like what? Right? Black people like classical music. Like, I played flute in the fourth grade. No, like, you that, will blow no, their mind. No, <laughs> black people don't do that. So like, I used to do ballet. <gasps> yeah, impossible. <laughs> yeah, like it, a lot yeah. of people when they see me, they're like, "Are you a dancer?" And I'm like, "What the hell about me?" Says I'm a dancer. I don't know because wait because a lot of Japanese dancers I've seen have their hair like th- with this they do I see that a lot even our our uh, pole dancer yeah but I'm like no <laughs> people Just ask me what I do people ask me if I'm a dancer because they see me dancing I'm okay. not dancing <laughs> I'm usually like at a bar and they're like oh so are you a dancer and I'm like no. I'm just an office person. I work in an office, and well, that blows their mind. Well, you you know that does. I mean, a lot of people that blows everyone's mind because it's like you can wear that in our office in a Japanese office. So Not that makes sense. Office. But a lot of like, I think when it comes to language, like Japanese people like to assume they that's just how they ask uh, questions all yeah. the time. It's a, to themselves as well. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that. So it's like yeah. they can't just ask like, "What do you do uh, for work?" They just like, "Are you this? Are you that?" They want to guess. That's true. That's true. You didn't even notice that. Hmm. Yeah. D- mm, not really. Okay, I didn't, yeah, no. <laughs> that, one, that one passed me by. Okay. Well, now you know. So you have to try to deal with it. Whatever. I mean, I've just been doing what I do is just drink. Or <laughs> so drink. That's whatever. Um, so I guess that's about it with that topic. Unless there's something else you want to add. Um, yeah, we talked about. I mean, we didn't really talk about. We talk about like fashion wise and fashion wise, music, uh, media. Oh, ha! Uh-oh. This is one. <laughs> Do you remember that that J-pop group, that girl group mm-hmm. that wanted to like pay homage or homage to some black group, and they did blackface? Do you remember that? That was a couple the guy, years. The guy Was group? it guys? Or yeah, no, I remember was, the guy. I thought there TV. was, I thought maybe there's two incidents. Okay. One incident where it actually got shut down. Right. That um, was the guy one. Yeah, okay. I guess that was the guy one. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. So Japan still does slightly blackface. Again, the yeah. black music thing. They try to look the part, I guess. And it's like, stop. Don't yeah. do that. I was like, you can Don't do that. appreciate without putting... Coloring on your skin to look like black people because we you don't really need. That. Oh, that reminds me of the cosplay I was. Which one? <laughs> at Nipponbashi Street Festa two or three years ago, there was an Avengers group for the current Avengers, which, as some of you know, features the black Nick Fury. There is a white Nick Fury, and okay. then there is a black Nick Fury. Um, this Japanese cosplay group wanted the black Nick Fury, so they had their Nick Fury cosplayer. Paint himself brown for the role. And, yeah. That's a thing here. I just, I, <laughs> even if they don't know, which they should know, but whatever, people don't know, the history of blackface, I think the fact that you're putting on, like, another skin color f- for something that doesn't have anything to do with the talent, like, especially when it comes to singers, mm-hmm. it's, unne- it's, like, it's unnecessary. Why, yeah. why I think that's a good idea? Black people don't do that. No. Unless now we do, some people do that. Unless it's to, a critique of the culture like Dave Chappelle did. Yeah, it's like making fun because they're, they're like, black people are the oppressed people usually, so that's why. But when it comes to like majorities of people doing that, it's like it's unnecessary. You don't really need to do that to mm. like 
be that character at all. Mm-hmm. So even for the cosplay, it was unnecessary. We already know what costumes they wear. They just be the Nick Fury that they are. Mm-hmm. You don't need to change your skin color. Right. It's like mad disrespectful. <laughs> Upset. <laughs> She's all in a tizzy. So do you think it's possible to for other people to appropriate parts of Japanese culture then at all? Well, yeah. Yeah. Because we abuse. <laughs> That's such a just a generic throwdown. Like we, I mean, <laughs> it kind of is, but there's different levels of weeaboism, right? I get. I like weeaboo is a thing that happened after my anime. Like that did that word didn't exist. Okay, like six yeah, years ago, didn't. six seven years ago. I yeah. don't think it existed. It, it was, wasn't like part of the common vernacular. It was in Tumblr though. Did was Tumblr even like a thing like that far yeah. ago? Yeah, it was. We're talking like yeah, it was before 2010. It was. I tried to work at Tumblr. <gasps> yeah, I, whatever. Anyway, so I'm just saying, Tumblr was a thing. I was actually more into Tumblr before I came to Japan. And there mm-hmm. was like, um, they weren't saying it as pop as popular as now. Mm-hmm. But basically, Japanophilias or people Japanophiles. Who, I can't say it right. Japanophiles. <laughs> um, um, you know, they're like, I guess. Okay. I mean, no, yeah. Like, we had, like, when and when I was in my super nerdy American nerdy anime phase, right, right, going to cons, it was just otaku, right? Otaku, yeah. Which is the borrowed word for nerd, which I still didn't really use anyway. And then there was just nerd, but we didn't have like a a Japan related thing that like wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, yeah. So it happened like after I kind of got out of it. But which was I weird. guess my which sense of what a weeaboo is is someone who goes oh. Overboard right. with liking Japanese stuff and just right. like making excuses for things. Even those types of people, like oh, the Jap- saviors, they try yeah, to save like, Japanese. People if like a Japanese themselves. person does something wrong, they would go overboard and defend them like they're Japanese or there's people who want to be Japanese. So like, oh, those poor people. Right. So they so do a lot. Hate. They do a lot. So I can understand being influenced and appreciating Japanese, um, culture. Japanese culture with any other culture as well. If you use chopsticks to eat your American food, you might have a problem. Like if you're in America eating Japanese food with chopsticks, that's like ridiculous. <laughs> no, eating Japanese food with chopsticks, I get it. Is that what I said? I, yeah, I, 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 I meant food. to say American, American food. If you're in America eating American food with, with chopsticks, chopsticks, that's... That's like, weird. You don't need to do that. I don't even eat Japanese Unless you're like really trying sometimes. to practice, like to prepare to come, because that's what I did. But I don't. I don't think I practiced. Nerd. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think I practiced with American food, but I did try to practice uh, using chopsticks right before I came to Japan. Again, that's like. I use it with Chinese food, but that's about it. Oh, I ate a lot of Japanese food. We didn't have Japanese food that much in my neighborhood. Well, your neighborhood's whack. I'm not from New York like some people. Yes. So, do you think we can, or the Japanese can learn better? <laughs> uh, teaching, like, Japan has, a lot of people that live here know that Japan has a growth rate of, like, one thing every, like, 10 to 20 years. Like, Japan can't do a lot all at once. They're not going to give women their equal pay and equal rights right away. They're not going to stop pedophiles from being pedophiles right away. They've been working on that for like 10, 10, year, 10 plus years on getting actual laws in place. By the way, huh? the creator of Rurouni Kenshin, yeah. that pissed me off. Aww. Because that was my all-time favorite anime. And that yeah, creator, 
found child pornography. I'm just... He was, like, taping and selling it, according to Sephora. Oh, like, he God. was, like, hardcore. I didn't even like... read it because I felt disgusted. And now but I made... Japan, like, they facilitate that kind of behavior because they have junior gravier idols. Do you what, know what that is? What's gravier for the people who don't know? A gravier, gravier idol is basically a pinup model. She takes photos in skimpy outfits and bikinis, sometimes topless, but it's never showing everything. So it's going to be tasteful. It can be really cute. Right. Really sexy. But not when they're kids. There are junior gravier idols. This is like elementary school, from elementary school age, pinup models. If that's not pedophilia, I don't know what is. But apparently in Japan, it's not. Yeah. So, so like they, I said, Japan. They have a lot. They're working on a work lot of with things. A lot. I think cultural appropriation is going to be on the back burner for a yeah, while. That's, yeah. They're going to just. It's just not a, it's a non-issue. It's yeah. mostly Japanese people. Unless Japanese people are bothered by it, no one's going to really. Oh, well, what, what about the thing where it's like. I guess this is everywhere. Though. It's like you travel abroad and then you like make a restaurant. That happens a lot here, but I think it also happens in America as well. Would that mm-hmm. be considered cultural appropriation? Because like I, I was like watching videos and they're saying like, oh yeah, you, you decide you want to make a sushi shop. But I'm like, but I don't know. You decide to make a sushi shop, but you're not Japanese? Yeah, you're not Japanese. and All the sushi shops in my area were run by Koreans, man. Mine was Chinese. So it's like... <laughs> I don't. I don't I mean, know. As long as the sushi tastes good, it's like I don't know. Like that's, Ooh, that's, that's a weird. That's, one. that's a touchy one, right? Like I don't know how to. Well, can you appropriate food? Like we all know, sushi comes from Japan. We people can appropriate I food. I guess so. I guess so. People who don't season right, but they say, "Oh, this is mac and cheese." Like that thing was going on all over the place. We went on Twitter recently for like Thanksgiving. Like, what's going on with mac and cheese? I, was just, I don't know. I'm just saying, people who. Oh, Jesus. You know, make some, like, southern food. Like, okay. those type of certain people. I'm not going to say, if you can figure it out, you can figure it out. But oh. people who make certain southern food and, mm-hmm. like, this is what, this is southern food. But it's, like, black people are like, what? Um, you know what I'm talking about. They're not okay. really seasoning their things. Yeah. You can appropriate food. <laughs> but anyway. I guess so. But I feel like, yeah, you know, some things that are, like, so well-known. Yeah. No one's going to mistake it for anything else. But I guess if they were trying to pass like they were Japanese, then it would be weird. But the guys, the places that I went to, they have were always ever, like, nah, we're Korean. Have you ever been to the Ninja restaurant in New York City? No, I've only been to Nobody's Japanese in there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. I mean, thematic restaurants, I don't expect vampires in my vampire-themed restaurant, so it's okay. There's a vampire-themed restaurant. But in vampires are not real. That's true. I'm sorry. That was a bad example. That was a terrible example. That was a terrible example. You know you could do better than that. But ninjas are a job. Like, ninjas no, is a job. I get it. I get so it. So that one's like, okay. I'm just saying. It's, as long as it's not a Japanese For me, people. when it comes to cultural appropriation, I can get it with clothes and mm-hmm. uh, religion. Not religion. Or like Religious things, icons. Religious like, icons and accessories. What? This remi- the religious icons reminded me of a thing. Um... People got into an uproar about this one YouTuber that had a Buddha head in her video. Because she said she was Buddhist. Okay. And they were like, if you're really Buddhist, you wouldn't have a Buddha head in your video. Because Buddha heads, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's something in Buddhism about not having Buddha heads around. And, but then in Japan, they sell a lot of Buddha heads. Right. And this is a majority Buddhist country. So I was like, "Mm, how does that, like, cultural appropriation changes so much depending on the country you're in. It does. Because in Japan... 
Buddhas is everywhere. I really feel like Japan does not care at all. Yeah, I think that's also they like Japan just, is super sacred, not sacrilegious. They're super um, what is it where they there's like no there's a really big separation between like religion and society, like uh secular. Okay. Oh wait, that was the word that was in my head. I could have helped you. Oops, come on, man. Japan is very secular. Like they're not really super religious. They like traditions. They like rituals. But they're not really religious. No, they're not. Only the, like the very few religious people are usually part, like a part of very specific sects of Buddhism. Like Shota's mom, mm. she's part of the Soka Gakkai. Oh, I know them. That they're they're like international. Yeah, <laughs> that's what everyone says. She's not a. She's not quite that's on okay. that level. I only but, say that because um, I remember talking to a Japanese person. Like it was a language exchange, and mm-hmm. he told me about it. And he's like, "Be careful about them." They're yeah, cults. a lot of Japanese people. Yeah, they say that they're a cult. So. They're not as culty as a cult can get. Like, mm. but they're pretty intense, I Maybe guess, like, in some ways. Like tenry and yeah, they're not as bad as tenry though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like tenry is another. It's funny because I I went to their language school in New York. Tenry. Mm. They I have a language. School? I did not know that until oh, wow. yeah, I came to Japan. Did they try to like this. convert people there? No, not at all. Okay, well, but uh oh, I don't know. Never maybe. mind. I don't Uh-oh. know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I didn't maybe. feel like I was trying to be like converted or anything. But so was, yeah, yeah. Like, but those are the only areas where religion becomes very serious in Japan. I feel like there is Jehovah's Witness too. Like other than that, like most Japanese people are like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe mm. in anything. But they go to temples and mm. they go to shrines. But mm. they go there because traditionally they that's what they do. Right. So they do it. It's not like a religious thing. So. Right. Yeah. Japan's weird. Yeah, but we live here. Oh, so weird. It's but exhausting. We, we stay here. <laughs> I'm trying to get out, I swear to God. But like... <laughs> I'm working on it. If you go back to America, it's still also exhausting. <laughs> Where can I find peace? <laughs> find your own island. Become a dictator. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go make a volcano explode so it can make me an island. Okay. You do that. All right, then let's move along. Are we doing rants now? Should we? Do we have, what's the rant? Well, my rant, it's actually my rant. Okay. I was what complaining about? about my coworker. You always complain about him. But <laughs> I just want to, to tell everybody, like certain Japanese people you may encounter if you work in Japan, mm-hmm. especially if you're a teacher, an English teacher, or working in the English um, industry mm-hmm. of older Japanese who have studied English most of their life and still can't speak it, still can't speak it <laughs> that correctly, but they just want to tell you about your English. And tell you that you're wrong. Or just don't want to believe that you're right. What did he do to you? How did he hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) So, I make videos for kids. And there was a word that we wanted to use. And we highlight the sounds of the vowels, basically. Mm -hmm. Or the stressed vowels. And the word seven came about. Mm S-E-V-E-N. We were highlighting one E. And I was asking, wait, why are we not highlighting the other E? And he was like, because this is a vowel. So I was like, so what is this? He's like, this is not a vowel. So I was like, okay, don't say that because that's incorrect. Mm -hmm. E is a vowel. He's like, no, it's not a vowel. It's like, bro, you're trying to say something else. You're not trying to say that it's not a vowel. Right, right. So I was trying to correct his his way of saying it. But Mm -hmm. he just was so, like, I'm going to. He's stubborn, basically. <laughs> so I was just like, 
getting into a fight with him basically because this is like, even though I shouldn't, I should just let it go. <laughs> but we also need to like make this happen for this mm -hmm. video. So it's like, all right, we're not going to use this word. Let's use a different word and we'll highlight what we know for sure because you're not going to listen to me. Even though I told him, please look it up to mm -hmm. see what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. He like, he was like, oh. He like gave up and then he was like, all right, whatever. But then when we were continuing talking again, he was again saying the same shit. So I was like, bruh, it's a vowel. E is a vowel. It's like, if you don't believe me, just ask someone else. Like, nah, it's not even about me believing you. <laughs> I was like, I'm the native speaker. And this is what I learned in my flipping school in America as a native speaker. E is a vowel. So I complained on Twitter. <laughs> and line. And line to you <laughs> and I asked anybody if I'm wrong please let me know because I will admit this dude will not would not mm. but I at least would admit if I'm wrong so someone said E is definitely a vowel but what he was trying to say was that it was a schwa the sound of that E mm -hmm. was a schwa it was like uh, it's like seven mm -hmm. so it's I not like a strong E sound. it's not a strong E it's not the same E as the first E in the, in the word seven so once I looked that up mm -hmm. I wrote him a letter and I left it in his laptop on Monday for Monday, Ooh. and he did not even talk about it. Like, did he, you say sincerely? I am. No, no, I didn't. Oh, so I'm, he doesn't know who it's from. He knows who it's from. <laughs> 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 like, I kept saying, "E is a vowel. E is a vowel. A E I O U are always vowels forever and always." <laughs> and I even put the definition of a schwa. So he's like, "This is what you were trying to say." Oh. Don't ever tell me that E is not a vowel or like any of these are not vowels. Like I wish I could just record you two arguing and put it on like No, it's YouTube. no, it's it not would be hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's like it, I get legit it, mad at him and I start cursing. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I know probably everybody I would just highlight it behind his back. Like, I think everybody in that office thinks I'm like an angry black woman. Which is like I'm hardly mad. Like the thing no, is you never get angry. It doesn't it does not happen like every day. But mm -hmm. last week it happened frequently. I was getting pissed off at him because like we have a deadline coming up. So that's probably why we're both a little bit heated. Mm -hmm. But he's been asking me a lot of like stupid questions. So it's just like you know this. And then when I try to correct him about something else that he's not asking me, he's like, no, 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 you're wrong. Or like, he doesn't say you're wrong, but basically <laughs> makes it sound like I'm wrong. I'm like, bro, why are you asking me about these, all, all these things you could figure out yourself, but when I try to correct you on something that's actually really important for your knowledge, because you, we're working in the English industry, education industry, mm. you don't want to listen to me? Bro, why'd you hire me? That then? happens a lot. Though. It happens a lot. And it I've does. heard other people who are teachers have this issue happen to them with other like like um I guess what are they called the head teachers or something mm -hmm. like uh like the Japanese teachers that's in charge yeah, of the lesson yeah, or whatever right yeah I had that issue back when I taught English because I like most of them are pretty good but this one lady her English had to been like twenty years old so all <laughs> her like rules and like ideas about how English is spoken right was just old and I would try to be like no we don't really say this anymore or like this yep. phrase is not very common I don't think you should teach it to like tiny kids because no tiny kid in America is probably gonna know no. what the f they're trying to say she just she's just like okay and she just ignored me I was just like well at least she wasn't like super passive aggressive because some people have that yeah no she just ignored the, the shit out of me <laughs> That's why I don't work there. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're um, listening to this and you're in the U.S. Or, or just anywhere outside of Japan and you're thinking about teaching in Japan, just... Bring your patience. Yeah, bring your patience. You might you might deal with people like that. Not saying you will for sure. You might. Shall we end it here? 
Did we have something else we need to do? Do you want to talk about this one? Oh, that's, yeah, that's worthy of a rant. Because Osaka is being silly. Okay. I usually, I'm here for Osaka. I stand for Osaka. Like, I ship Osaka with the world. Osaka is the best. However, <laughs> Osaka is fucking it up right now. The mayor is fucking it up. Who I don't even know, because, like, the last mayor I kept tabs on was Hashimoto. Yeah, and I he got kicked to be, out. To be fair, I didn't realize that Hashimoto was kicked out. This whole time I thought it was Hashimoto. No, no, he went on to do, um... Some media thing again? No, 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 he was going to be the head of another party, another political oh, party. Oh, okay, I remember. And then that kind of failed, and mm. now he's just basically doing, like, media appearances, Well, I think. good, because I didn't like him either. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty semi-racist. Like, he had his racist moments. He did. Okay, so for those who don't know... But now they're putting their racism on display for San Francisco recently accepted a comfort woman statue uh, to put up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Osaka and San Francisco are sister cities, and the mayor... Wants to end that. Pie. He got in his feelings. He got about the so in his feelings. If you guys don't know, a lot of uh, people here that uh, study history in Japan, so they get the Japanese version of World War Two, and in the Japanese version of World War Two, uh, comfort women do not exist. Nanking didn't happen. And America was an aggressor that wanted to take over the Japanese islands all along. Just a, just a quick refresher so course. You know That's how, Japanese how history. They're, where their mindset is. Right. And um, it's really perpetuated. Um, but this, this mayor, he said, quote, My understanding is that sister city ties are based on a strong relationship of trust. So I believe our relationship of trust has ended. Because of the statue. This is not related to trust. This is relating to you not admitting to like war, wartime atrocities. The thing about being a sister city is that this is um, where high school students and uh, other exchange and, or other programs, they do exchanges. Mm-hmm. And I have a it's all, my city. All of city this is now ended. And this had uh, started in 1957. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. It might end. Did they just say it was over? Well, um, that article that Mm. I read, it said to end. It didn't say. So it hasn't been decided yet. Yeah, it still hasn't been decided. But basically, they they want to end it because the Osaka mayor had warned that if San Francisco accepted the statue, it would impair the relationship of trust. Even the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe said it's extremely regrettable. That the statue was accepted. I don't like Abe. I don't like him either. And he's been there the longest out of all the one-year prime ministers that Japan had before I came to Japan. Like, why is he still a prime minister? I mean, like, I get it. Like, there's nobody else kind of thing. Like, when you look at, like, people that could potentially become prime ministers other than him. Yeah. I was kind of voting for, like, I was hope Not voting. I can't vote. (laughs) I was vouching. Or I was, like, rooting for Koike. Okay. Who was the uh, the leader of the Midori part? I think no, well now it's called the Kibonoto, which is like the Tower of Hope party oh, or something. Okay. I don't know if it even exists anymore because after the recent election, they kind of they didn't they didn't get majority seats. Um, Abe's party did, so it sounded like she was kind of not going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But she seemed pretty level headed, and I was really hoping she would try to become prime minister. But she's the mayor of Tokyo, okay, and she's. 
busy taking care of Tokyo because they got an Olympic coming up. So right. she's like, uh, I can't become prime minister. I got to run an Olympics thing. So, yeah. So Osaka is showing the ass right now. Even don't, um, do, don't be like this, Osaka. Even when you said you were walking around Namba, you heard some crazy person. Yeah, there was a guy out with a speaker. I don't know if he was a politician, but he had the politician speaker on, which is like the speaker on the back of a truck. And he was talking about how foreigners are ruining Japan on his loudspeaker, which is the first time I've seen that mm. in I mean, I don't go to Namba like every weekend, so maybe it's been happening more. I don't know either. But it's my first time seeing a guy just being outwardly racist, like in the middle of the street. Usually they try to keep that under wraps, you mm. know. It's more of a personal But sometimes thing. the far right truck passes by. Oh, yeah. I mean, but sometimes they're like the Yakuza trucks too, which are like not necessarily far right. They're more for like the emperor and they just want the emperor to come back into power. Okay. Yeah. There's just a lot of weird there's sex a lot of in things, Japan. Yeah, a lot of things going on. A lot of crazy niche groups. Didn't know that. Of political I have reached the gaijin bubble that I was hoping not to be in when I first came to Japan. So. Well, you start caring about, like, the... Only foreigners. Oh. <laughs> like, I... Because I considered living in Japan long term, but when you consider the political climate of the country, their education system, how they ignore history, looking at you, Osaka, it's, you can't, that's not healthy. It's not. It's not a healthy environment to try to raise a person for the, the next generation. It's scary. Well, yeah, my bubble is little, so it's not like I'm trying to stay yeah. in it. It was just something that I had created in, I think, a year and a half recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Out of the seven years, almost seven years I've been here. So it's just like, okay, this is not all I'm supposed to do. This is what I told, I promised myself not to do um, because I still want to be aware of what's going on in Japan and mm. not just be like foreign community, which is like important as well. Right. But, but you do want to have an idea of like the political climate of the country. Right. Like, because then I'm going to get too comfortable and then it'll be like 10 years later and then I still can't speak a certain level of Japanese. And I'm like, I'm not about to do that. <laughs> get in there. No, no. I probably would leave by then. Hopefully. I mean, like, if I, that I become that, I hopefully mm -hmm. either leave or change my ways. Okay? Why are you looking so sad? Well, you're probably going to leave me before me. Before I leave. <laughs> leave me before me. Leave <laughs> me before me. You will probably leave before I do, is no, what I'm saying. When are we going to leave? I don't know. If you leave, please tell me so I can leave with you. <laughs> Wanna be stuck we'll have here. to be curly somewhere else, <laughs> right? <laughs> curly in Hawaii. That doesn't rhyme. Oh, or go along ring. Curly no in ring. California. Okay, that might be. That mm -hmm. might work. Curly mm -hmm. in California. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not moving no, to Cali. Oh well, no, I like Cali. It's expensive. Let's get rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was loud. That was funny. That's not gonna happen. Okay, we're gonna end it there. That was all the rants and stuff that we were we were ranting about a lot. Basically, yeah, I feel like each one was a rant. Oh, all so of it. Many things were unsatisfied. This was very world. ranty episode today. So, I but I would like to know what people feel about like appropriation, like how. I want to know their thoughts on appropriation. Yeah, Please and like comment. people who are listening and live in Japan. Yeah. What are your thoughts about like the people that you see um, that are possibly appropriating your own culture if you feel yeah. like it? Because I know I have some African friends who mm. try to go to events and they're like, "Are there actually act African vendors at this event?" And they always mm -hmm. complain because like they feel like it's only um, Japanese vendors. Uh, at yeah, I've seen events. that at like yeah. like there was like a Cinco de Mayo event. Where are all the 
Mexicans. Uh, they're, they're, they're not around, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us what you think about any of the topics that we addressed today. So, the appropriation. Um, native, appropriation by Japanese, people appropriating Japanese. That too. Basically, anything cultural appropriation. And um, what we were talking about, our rant was like native speakers trying to correct your native language. Non-native <laughs> speakers trying to correct. Mm, yeah. And racist mayors and <laughs> leaders in Japan. <laughs> Crazy mis- history, inaccurate history being taught all over Japan. Right. Okay. So please make sure to check our show notes for our Facebook page link, Twitter, Instagram, and you can email us on Curly and Kansai. I checked last time, haven't got any new messages. Okay. But that's okay. If you don't need to message us, that's fine. But please, <laughs> if you are listening via iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please give us a review. We Thank appreciate you. it. And we want more people to know that we're out here. Seriously. Show us love. Okay. Okay. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Just a couple of queens.